Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Oswald Cardona, and joining me today is Marquides. Hello. Lara Taylor. Hey. And special guest, and I believe first time on GT Radio, Sophia Ansari. Hello. Sophia Ansari? The Sophia Ansari from Hero Nation? Yes, that's mm-hmm. me. Welcome. Hero Nation. <laughs> it's me. <been, it's> <laughs> thank you. It's so good to be here. Oh, I just feel so happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did not want to talk about Ms. Marvel without you. And so um, it was actually, it was, it was Lara who suggested that we need to talk about Ms. Marvel. And I agree. And um, I think, and, and I'm curious how you... Sophia, what does Ms. Marvel as a character mean to you? So how much time do we have? This way, I told you I, I have a journal full of thoughts. It's like my dissertation. Is this like a six-hour CE course right, right here? Oh, I could totally do a six-hour CE on Ms. Marvel. That is such a good idea. Um, no, I... Okay, yeah. So I hope, you know, if I cry, I know I'm in a safe place. But... Oh, Miss Marvel, what can I say? Uh, I've been processing this for six weeks with friends, with my therapist, who, goodness, she doesn't know anything about comics, but <laughs> she's <laughs> learned so much <laughs> this past and, month. <laughs> and, I, and I'm curious about, like, even before the show, right? Like, yeah. just the character yeah. in general, oh. because we've talked about this character for for, for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you and I, Sophia, but just, like, on GT Radio, we've talked about Miss Marvel so 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 much and and she's come such a long way over the years like i was explaining to a friend uh ali from a friend of the show i was like oh the avengers game like kamala khan is the protagonist of that game right and he's like what (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. that's like and that's like now that even with the show out right so so she's an incredibly popular character yeah so i'm curious you know even before the show um yeah i mean reading i growing up read comic books and, you know, I love I love Storm because, hey, you know, she's not white. And I'm like, oh, I can I can see myself in her and always looking for someone who looks like me. Um, of course, always a, a fan of, you know, I love Batman and Superman. They mean so much to me. But when Kamala came along, it was the first time where I was like, oh, that that's me. You know, this geeky brown Pakistani Muslim girl. Uh, you know, I always say, um, you know, she's from she's from Jersey City. I'm from Ohio, which is basically like the same thing. She loves Wolverine. <laughs> I find him very attractive. You know, like we, we geek out over the same things. And so I just felt like it was like somebody went back in time and recorded me as a young teen, geeky brown girl in Ohio. And yeah, made a story. And yeah, she's always uh, made me feel seen. And so she's always been just this very special character. I've um, known her and loved her since the very beginning. When I found her, I was like, wait, what? You know, even just to see the word like Pakistani in anything, <laughs> that was a big deal for me. Because uh, a lot of people don't even understand where Pakistan is. Uh, you know, they don't, you know, so so that was important. So yeah, she's always been um, such an important, uh, yeah, piece of art for me. And then the show comes along and here we go again. Now it's in actions and it's, you know, on TV on this other scale, this other whole piece of art, right? We've got the comic books, which alone are magnificent and amazing and funny, 
But now you have this other piece of art that we can appreciate in a whole new way. And I feel seen again. And I've been telling people when within anticipation of the show, you know, I was sort of worried, like, oh, I don't know, you know, how are they going to do this? Uh, And I didn't even realize the weight I was carrying from the trauma of Muslim depictions and misrepresentations in the media. Like, I didn't even realize I was carrying all of that um, until I watched the first episode. All of that was lifted away. (laughs) It was just lifted away. And there's a lot of my friends that haven't seen the show. Um, I'm assuming you all have watched it from mm-hmm. the, okay, okay. So, <laughs> so there's a yes. lot of my Muslim friends, my Pakistani Muslim friends, who actually haven't watched it, and I've been trying to process and understand why. And I realize it's because, again, we just have decades of misrepresentation that we don't want to believe we can have meaningful representation, right? We like expect to be hurt again because um, we've just been through so much. All the depictions that are out there in the movies and TV of Muslims, you know, we know they're always vilified or they're terrorists or whatever, you know, all of that. I felt personal ramifications of that as a Muslim American woman in America. And I wear a headscarf. So there's also this other target. So I've personally felt the ramifications of the depiction in media. So this show, oh, this show is just so meaningful in so many ways because it really just humanizes Muslims, right? And we're just like normal people. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how much time that was, but I can keep going on. <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts and not just keep going on and on. But yeah, she just means a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to touch a whole bunch uh, of that. And I know for, for me, uh, as someone who actually grew up in New Jersey, I don't <laughs> and have been to Ohio. I'm not sure how similar those two are, but I'll t- have been I haven't seen all of Ohio. <laughs> um, I've loved the character for a long time, and and but this show just I think part of part of part of what has surprised me, and I'm sure we'll get into all of this, is I carry that same fear for for Hispanic representation, so I carry it for everybody who's not white <laughs> right like every time I'm like oh here we go because i i know what it's like to see and actually i heard uh the actress who plays kamala on the, on the show i saw um a piece of an interview with her yesterday where she said every time you know you're you're on screen it's like that is representative of your entire culture and because this show is it's kamala it's her family it's the mosque, it's the community. And then you get to see so many, and this is, this is the part that surprised me. And I, Link isn't here to, to, to remind us that like Disney's a corporation and Marvel, the corporation and blah, 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 all that stuff. <laughs> um, but like that, that is true. And seeing how it feels like they care so much to show so many aspects of a culture that I, I'm not very familiar with. And most people aren't unless that's the community you live in or you're close to that. Right. And there's so many, um, so many cultures that, that we don't get to see like that. And, and this was, I don't know, it felt so responsible and so 
full of of care and like positive in, intent you know or like there was it was i am i am shocked <laughs> i am shocked by by what this show did and i'm curious to hear from you sophia how i, I i'm shocked that they just that they tried and i'm and i'm assuming that it's positive representation based on on TikTok alone, right? So, and I and I'm curious how you feel about you know specific things, but but yeah, like this this show blew away, like blew me away, and 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 just my expectations were or have been surpassed so much, and that's just like that's just on tone, on people, on like perspective, um, like as far as quality and everything, like it's just like as a Marvel show too, it's like. Yes, like it is, it is good. It feels part of the universe and all of the changes that they made to the character. At first I was like, Ooh, okay. I'm, Cause I'm, I'm, I'm down for a different version. Please get creative with it. It doesn't have to be exactly like the show, but the meaning behind the way that they change some things, once you get to the end is so, so significant towards the positive, like so intentional that, and it doesn't remove the fact that we still have the other version in the comics as well. So like we have another version of the story Then I don't know, it's, it was, it, I, I'm still like almost speechless. <laughs> Those changes were something I was going to be, I was worried about. And by the end of the first episode, I didn't care as much because they had done such a good job when she gets to the embiggen thing, I was like, okay, I, I don't care anymore. It's This is awesome. They kept that. And then at the very end, I'm like, okay, all of those things I was worried that were going to be missing from her character because of the, the change in the origin, they gave me that and more because of the meaning and the intention behind what they did with her origin story. It was beautiful. Beautiful. I love it so much. <laughs> Agreed. Yes. Mark, what did you think of the show? <clears throat> I think I'm I think I was very much actually um like in the same boat kind of like you were like I know I've seen obviously the how th different cultures and different communities can be misrepresented in media and kind of carrying that sort of weight with you without even really knowing it and then every time you're watching like a show like Ms. Marvel, where for me, I was really, really excited when it came out. I was like, oh, we need to watch this like the day of. I made sure every single Wednesday, like before, like before even dinner was made, we, I was having it pulled up and ready to go because I was just excited that, you know, again, it's one of those characters where it, it's highlighting a completely different community, one that I'm not so familiar with, but just seeing that representation. And then like, um, especially after the first episode, just kind of seeing like what you were saying how it seems like marvel and disney like we're really trying to show that they cared to highlight these different perspectives and and also showcase kind of what it like what it can kind of be like um just even in a like they draw the similarities between the marvel universe and even what goes on in everyday life with in, in our reality and as the show kept progressing I just kept getting more and more into it and I could tell that my wife was getting a little like she was she was into it she really enjoyed it but there were there are times when she got pulled away and I think it's because of that whole she couldn't really connect to it because 
she doesn't know because you know she's white um growing up in predominantly white communities so she wasn't necessarily exposed to those sorts of things so she always had a lot of questions and those questions would often pull her out of the moments at times and i mean i'm not the most familiar with um like the comics and everything like that i I haven't been too much of a comics reader um but just based on what i do know based on um you know, listening to old podcast episodes or um, just watching YouTube videos and things like that. Um, I kind of helped fill in as many blanks as I could, but also just also having those same questions and the same, but I came at it at it from like a point of like, like wonderment, basically. I was like, I wonder how they're going to do this. I wonder what's going to happen with that. And that always sought me to like look up new information and look up more about the character and look up more about just how ms marvel is as a superhero and and so on and so forth so long story short i really enjoyed the series i thought it was great i thought it was amazing and um i'm really excited for where they're going to take this character moving forward i'm I'm gonna flip something on you um uh uh, mark and then and then and then i want to hear sophia's take on this um there's a part of the show that feels very educational right there's like the celebration of 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 pakistani american culture as well right because it's like here in 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 this country but then it's like nah let's actually show the history let's show how this we talk about it and then we show it which i don't care how they got there but i was so happy when they did right and and it's one of those things where um uh, like we we talk about Assassin's Creed, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a, a game series that uh, that uh, Mark kind of likes, and they've had these like educational modes in between, right? It's like taking op- the opportunity of like now that we're here and we're in this world, why not take that extra step since we're already here and kind of weave that into the story or give you the opportunity to learn more through not only exposure but like let's let's visit history, <laughs> let's time travel, and that is one of the things that just it's like. It almost feels like I don't know if we'll have an opportunity to do this again. So let's 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 go all out. <laughs> let's do the whole thing. And um, so, Sophia, I'm curious how that like is that. Did, how do you feel about all of that? Like, did you think that they would go that hard? <laughs> no, that's a, it's a great question because people even ask about well, was the partition even a big storyline in the comics? And it really. It, it was discussed very briefly in the comics. I think there's like a couple pages on it. Yeah. But it wasn't like a big, big thing. <laughs> and um, I love how the partition in the show isn't just like a, a background story, but it actually helps Kamala make sense of herself and her powers. We spent the whole episode there. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Mm-hmm. So, like it's, I'm, yeah. I, I still can't yeah. believe this is true. This is this is real. Yeah. This this episode, this is where I might get emotional, but this episode was very emotional for me um, because my family was directly impacted by the events of the partition. I have stories that my mom has told me about her grandmother, um, so my great-grandmother. And so there's a line in the show where her brother Amir says, every family has a partition story. Yes, every family has a partition story. And I remember hearing my mom's stories about my great-grandmother who lived through that and the night when everyone was packing up their belongings because everything happened very suddenly. And I don't know if you all you know, went deeper into learning about the partition, but there's just, it's such a sad, sad time in history. So much loss, it's just devastating. And they mentioned in the show, 
the bloody trains or we call them like blood trains. My great grandmother witnessed that, you know, as people were scrambling, trying to get out, they uh, would get on these trains and these trains would be looted and people would come on with machetes and kill every single person on the train. And when the train would arrive to their destination, it would just be full of just bodies and dripping in blood. And sometimes the only survivors were the children who hid under their parents' bodies. And my grandmother saw this and my my great-grandmother saw this and my grandmother was very small at the time. And yeah, we apparently my family was we were wealthy when in India, they had money, we had land, we had to pick everything up, only take whatever we could. Uh, my mom tells me that there was a caretaker that would help on the farm and he didn't want to stay. He wanted to come with my family and he was actually Hindu. Um, but he was, he saw my family as family and he said, I don't want don't leave me alone. So he came along, they got on the train and they made it out of there and, you know, settled in Pakistan. And my mom has all these stories about growing up the caretaker i mean he lived for a really long time so she even remembers him right and he would have stories of that so yeah directly like this this is this kind of stuff where it even made me reach out to some of my family members to even learn a little bit more about my my history um but yeah a lot of people don't know about the the partition or that part of history and uh because you know we just focus on european history and and, you know, that's the whole part of history that's glossed over, even though it was the single greatest migration of people in human history um, and millions of people were killed. And so, yeah, I think it's I think it's great that they tricked you into learning something. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> it, it makes it makes me feel good to hear you say that the representation and that them bringing this in is a good thing, because, I mean, I have friends who are Pakistani and who are Muslim, but I don't, I don't ask them because I don't want them to have to educate me, right? I'm the token queer in a lot of groups and I don't want them to have to be the token brown person, right? And the token person to teach me. So I'm impressed that the two times I have learned about partition are from geeky shows, from Doctor Who yes. and from Miss Marvel. Um, and it, it has pushed me to learn some more things because while we do get some history outside of European history. Yeah. Partition was something that was never taught to me in school. And so I love that they have this and that other people who are younger than me are going to ask about this and learn. So I'm, I'm curious, like in terms of um, historic parallels, right. And, and that are portrayed in media. Um, I'm thinking of like I've seen multiple movies about the Holocaust, for example, right? Never seen you know like American Hollywood movies. I've never seen a movie um, about partition. Um, and how does it feel to see this period of of history on on TV? Because I know some events, and and I'll bring up also um, um, there's a lot of black media right? That over the years has touched like police violence, for example. And I've seen black creators say like, we don't need to show that anymore. <laughs> like we have enough of that. We live it. We don't, we don't need to, you know, be that graphic and, and show it. So I, I bring up these other two examples just to see how do you, how do you feel Sophia? And how do you think other people might feel um, whose, whose families 
right? Or or who like either lived it or or um, were affected by it, or just the 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 trauma is there, you know, um, over generations. Having this be shown in the way it was on a Marvel show on a Disney platform, et cetera. Like, I, I know that's a lot of stuff, but I'm curious because we're, we're, you know, if we work with clients and when we're, and we're, and we're, we're, you know, we have family and friends who are Pakistani, like how, how do you think people are reacting or feeling about, about this? Yeah. I mean, I think they handled it very beautifully. You know, this show is authentic in that it's written by Muslims, Pakistanis, it's directed, it's produced. I mean, this is, you know, made by us for us. I mean, we've been begging for so long for just a morsel of representation and we've been asking of it from people who don't look like us. And we finally we finally got to create something. So it's a gift to my community. And I think it was beautifully handled in the show. Um, of course, you know, we can't, it, it's a it's a 40 minute show, if even that, we can't get into every detail, but I think they handled it beautifully in that the goal wasn't to point any fingers to anyone because the topic is very, you know, it's it's a tense topic because even today there's a lot of tension between Muslims and Hindus as we speak right now, right? Because the partition gave way to nationalism. And so we see that today that the generations, the kids that were the product of this, there's, there's a lot going on right now. So I think they were very careful in really focusing on telling this family's story of intergenerational trauma, obviously triggered by this chapter in history. And really, I think they did a beautiful job of conveying a sense of empathy for pain on all sides, Hindus, Muslims, Sikhs, all sides. And they did it through exploring four generations of women and how trauma has impacted those relationships over time. And I really loved, I had read this interview from one of the writers and he said that, um, what does he say? Like come the when she embiggens, you know, she embiggens at the very end, like the very last um, episode. And he says, it was at this point where she's gone through all of that self-discovery and understanding her identity and understanding you know, her great grandmother's story, her grandmother's story. And so her power really comes from this matrial line of generations of women. And so it goes back to this idea that your power is in your family, your power is where you come from, and your power is in who you are. So like her embiggening is this physical manifestation of this internal change that she just went through. Like how beautiful of a metaphor is that? Mm-hmm. Um, so beautiful. So when she embiggens, she's not just herself, she's all four of those women who came before her. Uh, and I think of that too. For me to be here, sitting here alive and having the life that I'm here, I'm having, it's because my ancestors survived and I am their wildest dreams. And that scene when her great-grandmother Aisha sees her and thinks she's her daughter, remember? She's like, oh, Sana. And mm-hmm. Kamala says, I'm not. Oh my gosh, I even think like if I could go back in time and tell my ancestors, it's going to be okay. We made it, you know? I just... I'm getting the feels, but we are ancestors' wildest dreams. And um, yeah, I just, I don't even know if I answered your question, but I think they handled it very beautifully. (laughs) Yeah. 
you answered it. You definitely answered the question. Let <laughs> me get my tissues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, I'm telling you. And that's why I'm like, you guys, you, people need to watch this. <laughs> you know, it's more than just this coming of age superhero story. Um, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. It's so interesting because like Black Panther and Shang-Chi do a lot, like they have fantastical origins. Right, like, like Wakanda isn't Wakanda is representative of of ideas, but it's not a real place. And in Shang Chi, like, there's like it's another dimension, right, where a lot of this stuff is um, um, happening. And and then this show is extremely grounded in that sense. And it's also, you know, um, Sophia, you and I were texting the other day. It's like, there's just the youngest protagonist in a in a in like in the MCU that's like. And we're seeing their perspective, right? There's nobody younger than than this. In the MCU, no. Yeah. And, until I mean, we even, get until we get like Moon Girl. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that'll be that'll mm-hmm. be younger. But even even who like even America wasn't like she wasn't the protagonist, and and it wasn't. I mean, I, I would argue it was her movie, but you know, it wasn't. We didn't was, get to learn a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And her, and actually, she's an immigrant from also another um, dimension. Another dimension. Yeah, I guess technically, I guess Kamala in this one is um, half other dimensional. But she was born in this one. <laughs> true, true, true. I'm just, I'm just saying that it still has an aspect of that. I forgot that there's still an, an aspect of that, um, that fantastical piece. But it's way more grounded than all of these other stories. So in, in that way, it's done a lot of things differently um, than, than other shows. And so I think one thing that's really interesting to me. So um, Mark, you said you, you haven't read the comic books. So, so and, and Sophia, uh, right? But we'll, we'll go back and forth on this, right? I, I believe in the, in the original, um, in, the, in the origin story, right? She is, just like in the show, she's a super fan of, um, of Captain Marvel. But there's this... The, when she first gets her powers, right? Her 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 powers in the comic books are, she's able to manipulate her body in different ways, so she can basically shape shift and stretch and do all these things. And so, like when she loses control, she was she trying to hide who she was, or did it just happen like spontaneously, Sophia, that she turns into um, Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. Terrigen mist, and then there's a cocoon, and yeah, I don't remember. Like the reason, yeah, but she's like such a yeah. super fan. She turns right, and there was she this thing about right. this brown girl turning was, into a blonde being, woman. She, I think she was like something had happened at school or something. I think she was embarrassed, and she right, and she like wanted, she yeah. she and she wanted to be someone else right? exactly yes. Yeah, yeah yes yes right she's like oh like she's like hiding and then she like she turns into like this person that she idolizes a blonde white woman right um, right. um captain marvel mm-hmm. in the in the like the dress type with the with the like her old costume in the comics when she was miss marvel. marvel when she was exactly. ms marvel exactly yes. and so they completely did away with that in the in the show mm-hmm. which is so interesting because and i'm sure we've talked about it on this show we've talked about like the significance of that story and again, framing it that way, right? It's like, oh, like I need to be accepted. So if I, I don't, I don't like being who I am is like too difficult. It would be so much easier if I was blonde and white and pretty and skinny and, or, or like, you know, pretty, you know, according to what, what people at school think and then being able to turn into that. 
and then realizing like oh like but that's not me like that's a that we still have that story in the comic books they don't do anything with that here right there's still that aspect of like oh carol danvers is awesome she's my favorite superhero i'm gonna cosplay as her right but there's no that thing doesn't happen um it doesn't happen ever either i'm curious i'm curious uh how you all interpreted the ending by the way um i saw an article this morning about how it actually means that kamala's in a in a lot of danger because they traded places and right conversation i had a conversation with a client about it today and we were debating um the fact that she's not wearing the bangle means that she didn't turn in to carol she didn't transform she never did it and when you think about it she just got these powers like a week or two before and carol danvers is off like punching aliens and saving universes and if they traded places that could be bad (laughs) so so this is this is the thing right so they they go and at no point is it ever shown that like she needs to be like Captain Marvel to be better? Like she is enough. She is amazing as her, right? We don't need any of that. I was, look, I was expecting her to change into Carol Danvers. I was expecting Carol Danvers to show up and save her at some point, And it never happened. Even the name, right? We didn't, we, the fact that we didn't even have, this, I love this. Like this is this is the one thing right that I was waiting for was like okay then how is she gonna end up being Ms. Marvel? Is she still gonna be named after someone else? And they they wrote around it. They did no in this version that has nothing to do with it, and that was amazing. So even at the end when I was like oh like even the fan service of having her transform into into Carol Danvers really just so we can like get a glimpse of the actress on the show. The way they did it, I thought at first like, oh, did she transform into her? But she didn't. And I think I think it's a good, um, it's like an Easter egg kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where some mm-hmm. people might be confused, um, but it's but it's not, right? And and I think I think they show they give you everything that you need to know to see that it's it, they're not the same person because because Carol is looking around, she's like, I'm in a super fan's room, like this is not like what's happening here. This is. Where Which is, am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and, and it is a cool way to set up the story in a way, like the the movies that are coming afterwards, in a way that has like they don't know each other. How do we put them in a situation where they have to be in the same room? This oh, is a cool way to do it. But I, like, I have theories yeah. though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So so Hero Nation will Geek be out. deep diving into this, by the way, <laughs> so because it requires it's like an entire you can, episode. You can hold mm-hmm. some back so that people go listen. <laughs> Okay, so I'll also, just give also, a little uh, bit. Breck, Breck is like a comic scholar. So, exactly. Yeah, so, this will be way better. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a di- very different conversation. It's actually funny because I, I was on the phone with him and he did not get that, that they traded places. He thought oh. she became. And so I had to explain the exact same yeah. thing you said his way is, why would she be surprised? Like, she's in her room. Like, if that was Kamala, she wouldn't be like, you know. So, yes, I, I do believe that they traded places. And there's a lot of speculation on the Reddit boards, I'm very active, uh, that that the bangle is actually a Cree nega band. So if Mm -hmm. you've read, you know, and so, and there's even a line in the show where Kamala's like, because no one knows where Captain Marvel is, right? They're like, oh, she's taking a much needed break. 
But the theory is she's in the negative zone. And uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, you read the old Captain Marvel uh, comics, Marvel, and there's a, the other Avengers, Rick Jones. Uh, they're both tied to each other by these bands. And whenever Rick Jones like bangs them together, they switch places. And then Rick Jones gets lost in the negative zone, which is this other dimension. And that happens in the Mar- in the cap the original Captain Marvel comics. I think that's what's going to happen in the next movie, is that we're going to find Kamala wandering the the negative zone, and there's also a really cool villain named Annihilus, who I wonder mm-hmm. if they're going to introduce that because he's like Thanos level kind of villain too. Mm-hmm. So I feel this I feel that might be their sort of where they're going to take the story. I don't know, but yeah, I think but, that's I, I think you need. Captain Marvel is so powerful. You need uh, like uh, that kind of level of bad guy right. for her to punch, uh, or at least, or the whole movie may be, may just be her trying to get to to Kamala. Yeah, well, I her think so. and Mo- her and uh, Monica Rambeau. Monica Rambeau. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pro- proton. Photon. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I think I think it's definitely a Cree artifact because in the flashback episode when they removed the the bangle, it was on a blue body in the Cree. Yeah. The Cree that, blue. Yeah. 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 I've, I've yeah. seen Definitely. that speculation yeah. too. Oh, you I nerds! Agree. I, I, I agree so with good. Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I yeah. love it. But but so but just the significance of the fact that they still did the fan service piece and never never not once gave any credit or like they didn't take anything away from Kamala's story by making it like that she was imitating or trying to be or anything like this, right? Of another character. Like this is a 100% origin story of her and her family. She just happens to be a huge nerd who, who really likes Captain Marvel and the fact that her father says that her name, you know, could be interpreted as a Marvel, that just, she just geeks out about the fact that, like, oh, that's similar, right? She's like, like, ooh, like Carol freaking Danvers. Like Carol, right? I wasn't named after her. Right, 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 right. This is cool. We have something in common. You have more Mm -hmm. in common than you realize. You had no idea, right? And you're going to notice that later. But that, that's, that's admiration, right? That is not, hey, you're the, you're like, a copy of which so many characters are where it's like we have the original white version of the character and now we have you know a person of color who has been in, using the same logo or or inspired like we've talked about this in in both ways right like sure like the bat family awesome everybody's like inspired by him in in different ways right but it's like ah oh, but like can't you just be your own like your own thing and and kamalo was and wasn't right there was still like it was such a big part of the of the story but here this version i don't i don't know there was something like that was one of my favorite things about the show no i agree i agree that just everything coming within her the power comes from with her and within her the bangle is tied to her family it's it's all it's all kamala and in funny story but my um my son he's learning arabic and so whenever they had the title cards come up which i love the art by the way uh, yeah. The title cards, they would have some in Arabic, and he would be like, oh, we need to pause it. So he would pause it, and he would try to read it. And I feel like we're, like, the first people <laughs> to figure it out. But I know there's other TikTokers out there. They're like, oh, well, I figured it out first. But I'm pretty sure my nine-year-old son figured it out. <laughs> but when she 
hat when she's got her necklace right and she's on the stairs and Zoe's like cool necklace what does it say and she says it says Kamala in Arabic we pause that and we notice the K so in Arabic it's calf that's a K calf it looks like a lightning bolt right and you read in Urdu in Arabic you read from right to left so we were like whoa that looks like the lightning bolt it's not that jagged lightning bolt but it's that smooth line which ends up being on her costume so when it so, broke so when it broke when you it were like broke, we called it we called yes, it <laughs> see and this is sometimes i'm like man i really should do tiktok because yeah i figured we figured it out we did by another one everyone yeah. else like oh we did too but yeah all of that came i just loved how her costume and all of that was just like this visual metaphor of her cult her culture and her relationships just all coming together right everyone gave her a piece of her yeah it kept it was costume. building slowly yeah and the what? um the when her friend is like oh is like like is that pakistani uh like was that made in pakistan yes. right is that pakistani thread i was like look i can appreciate that right it's like oh you are you are like this is your culture you're representing your people that was that was like again it was like such a, a small moment but yeah. i was like oh, that was, that's so good you didn't have oh, to do that's that that's such a that good really moment good. because i have like i get when whenever my parents go to pakistan i have like specific requests for what outfits i want and every province in pakistan has their own type of embroidery so for her costume if you look very closely she has a specific embroidery that is connected to the sindh pro- province which is in karachi which is where her family is from so mm. i appreciated that and yeah. man like the tailors out there there's nothing like that around here so i know what it means to get a nice tailored outfit in pakistan so yes (laughs) i appreciated that that's cool yeah no that was well and her getting her the pieces of her costume over time but then the fact that this is the conversation i ended up having with a client today the fact that she is one of the few superheroes to have an intact family she has her whole family they're all with her and they support her in this way like her mom makes her costume her dad gives her her name the scene where she's telling them and they already know and they're like the joking best about scene it. ever <laughs> i love that oh, oh this is exactly. such big news <laughs> <laughs> i i think that was honestly one of my most favorite parts of the entire series was just this whole sequence of like you know like her mom in the very beginning is like totally against all these sorts of things and just as the whole series the just progresses like she comes around to it comes full circle and then of course she eventually you know makes or or gets the costume made and then gives it to kamala and then of course like her dad who's always kind of been there supportive and then just kind of gives her the, you know, presents the title, the the name for her, basically. And just kind of like just seeing it all sort of like come full circle of like then like struggling with these relationship pieces. But then as it goes on, like everything sort of gets reconnected and they have a greater appreciation and understanding for each other. And it all sort of culminates in in her outfit and in just in who Ms. Marvel is as, as a character, I think is is fantastic and it's it was one of my favorite parts of the whole thing and i remember my wife was like oh she got her costume from her mom and her name from her dad and i was like yes because like her identity is is all about her like it's everything who she is it's it's everything that who she is and now that she has this confidence in her powers and who she is 
it's because her family has now finally come together and they've whatever sort of strifes and like struggles that they had they've were able to work through them and now they're you know they're they've come now they're even closer together superman has that too his mom made his costume yeah but i'm saying it's like it's like i'm saying it's it's a it's a it's a cool thing it is it's a really cool thing Mm -hmm. i wish my mom made me a cool costume same (laughs) (laughs) um i'm i'm reminded uh like there's there's all these like you see this is definitely a coming of age you know story like she is she is growing and accepting different pieces and after she gets the powers and she's like you know she comes to school that day and she's very confident and she she corrects someone about her name it's like it's kamala right it's like and and like the teacher it's like i've never corrected you on on the name little things like that are huge like we did a, a full a full episode um sophia recently called um my name is not an error and i talked about all the different ways that names are are just misspelled or like and it comes from the fact that like constantly if i'll write my name correctly online i'd say 50 percent of the time i i get a literal error message that says you know like this is this is not a real name you're using uh, this is uh not allowed this is uh incorrect like un- unauthorized it turns characters. into an ampersand if it does go through it turns into an ampersand it's a it's all this weird stuff and and also like correcting people and so like at work i have like i write it out and i have a little button that pronounces it and like I'm, i make a big deal out of it but that is like that took me a long time to get there and and i know people who like don't won't go through the trouble so to see to see that on the show um was yeah i was i was like wow yeah it's, it's like when infinity ward people are punching uh thanos in the face that's how you know that's how powerful this was for me <laughs> like just correct them. correct somebody else right now please <laughs> keep going just <sighs> things that you don't see usually um we haven't, I don't know, I don't know. I don't remember this coming up in, in any of these shows um, or movies. In Shang-Chi, they play with it a little bit of how like the friend yeah. doesn't know Chinese as well. So like they play with the pronunciation, like everybody knows how to say T'Challa, like no problem. Nobody, nobody ever stutters when they're saying T'Challa. <laughs> they don't even go there. Well, yeah, like this, a lot of this just sounds like, like reclaiming reclaiming your name Mm -hmm. and i i feel even in in the show um, muslims were able to reclaim a lot of language that's been weaponized against us so for example the the wedding scene with amir Mm -hmm. and taisha and and in our weddings we say takbir which is allahu akbar which means god is great and in the media it's never used in a positive way right it's always like something some terrorist is about to say or something when you know Yep. And then, and then also, whenever you hear the call of prayer in a movie or TV show, it's usually this narrative that you're somewhere really unsafe. Oh, somewhere, you know. And yeah. it was just beautifully yeah. done here. Um, so all these really beautiful moments that are part of my faith that have been taken from us, yeah. I feel like we reclaimed it. Yeah, we reclaimed that narrative in this show. So yeah, I love that you brought that up because I just yeah. yeah, we took that back. So also like so. I, I feel like the show didn't shy away from any big conversation regarding this, right? It was, it was like, it just, anything that you could have, yeah, it just addressed all the, you know, the, the, the things that you don't usually talk about, including 
I mean, and, and this isn't specific to, to, um, you know, black and brown people, but like, oh, we're going to shoot up a school, right? It's like, let's point out the fact that this is messed up. <laughs> let's point out the fact that you're being racist. Let's point out the fact that like you are, um, like you're at a mosque. Let's like, like all of these things, right. That you're, you're doing that are terrible and happen all the time. Let's bring them up and show and show them here. Like, yeah. again, that was just like adding to the level of stuff that I was like, I can't believe this is happening. All of it. <laughs> I well, like said- the, yeah, no, I totally get like the villains weren't the clandestines. The villains was a government agency that profiles people, <laughs> yep. you know, it yep. was damage control. You know, whenever she would walk in that mosque with her shoes on, you and I know even my non-Muslim friends were like, how rude. <laughs> like something ain't right. You're not supposed to do that. Everyone knows that. So. I know I know enough to have um, laughed very 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 hard at the halal and haram uh, joke with the hat. <laughs> that was that was beautiful. Can you explain that to to for for people who may not know what those um, what those words mean, Sophia? Yeah. So first, those hats were a nice shout out to an actual NYC artist. So you can actually buy those hats. Um, I know a lot of people who have those hats. So that was nice to see that actually. I think my brother has one. I think he has the Haram one. But basically, in, in Islam, Haram means forbidden. And halal means permissible. So I thought it was just even funny who wore the hats, right? Because they had Bruno or uh, uh, was it Bruno was wearing the haram and Gamran was wearing the halal. So it's almost like who she's allowed to be with, right? Haram mm-hmm. and halal. So that was, yeah, that was hilarious. I, I There's all these little little like desi, which, you know, South Asian, we call ourselves desi. All these little desi like Easter eggs or inside jokes that I loved that it was just like our, like we... It was our, our little joke. There were jokes for us, and there were jokes for people who are not Daisy. You know what I mean? So um, I love that. Daisy yeah. stands for. Uh, it doesn't stand. It doesn't for stand anything. for anything, right? Yeah, it just means South Asian. So anyone Pakistani, Indian, or <clears throat> Bangladesh, we just call ourselves Daisy. So it's D E S I. So um, and as a Daisy, I can confirm that <laughs> Illuminantes are real and they exist in every family. The Illuminantes? Pretty- <laughs> yes, <laughs> they exist in every family. That was so funny. They uh-huh. they see, they hear, and they know everything about everyone. I always called them visual aunties, but now I'm going to call them Illuminantes. Illuminantes. <laughs> are they also on TikTok? Because the one that one auntie was on TikTok. She was. All- mm-hmm. oh. Um. Uh, uh sophia but there was a joke where or not a joke but like um it was it was more like a um her cousin when she was when she was in karachi and uh her her cousin used an acronym that's for like people like people in the states what what was that yeah that's abcd which is american born confused they see and actually in crazy rich asians they use that too abc american born confused and so it's you know like first generation kids second generation kids born here raised here who might not be so connected to their culture usually it's used by our cousins overseas who make fun of our accents because even when i speak in urdu or punjabi i have the american accent and they'll laugh at me right and they'll call me an abcd but i am so not an abcd because i am very very in touch with my culture i love my music i watch the bollywood movies i cook the food so just because of an accent, I'm like, I really resent all that <laughs> bullying from my cousins. But yeah, you'll get a lot of that. That's sort of a 
yeah. the derogatory kind of thing against those of us who are just born and raised here. Yeah. There's a, there's a concept called third culture kids. Yes. Yes. Which is about um, people who it's just very general. Um, anyone who left home when they were younger. And then, so wherever you live, that's not your home. So people never accept you fully because you are not from there. And then when you, whenever you return home, you're also not seen as like part of there because you're already too different. Like you have an accent um, and, or you just, you know, you're just culturally too different from there. And then you feel like you don't fit in, in either one. And so the, that third culture is people who, who identify with that. Like I can't go home because they're like, they'll make fun of me or like, I just don't fit in. I just don't like it as much, but then anywhere else I am, I also don't fit in because I'm not from there. So um, that's a concept that was like super helpful for me to learn about um, when I was older. I didn't, I didn't learn about it until much later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that they didn't explain all the cultural nuances yes. too in the show. So Bruno wasn't was there as our, like, uh, you know, as our like, <laughs> dumb friend who who we need to explain everything to no exactly. they just they use show don't tell right like i mean he was he was so he was he's a part of the family too right, right? Like, like he was at the wedding he he danced yeah. right like he was he loves the food right like he's he's there he's just part of the family there was nothing and they never they also like there wasn't really any joking like there wasn't even like racial jokes about that he, it, right maybe the haram halal was like the closest one right but like he was just family and he was like, and they love the fact that like he dressed up for the festival and he was, he was very respectful of the, of the culture. I like that too. Yeah. I love that. And I love that a lot of it, like there was Urdu throughout and they yeah. didn't close caption all that. Like they didn't translate it. Yeah. Uh, so it just, it just shows how the, the Desi culture wasn't presented like it was exotic. It's just a normal American girl's reality. That's, and they yeah. did that with the, with Miles, right? And into the Spider-Verse, like they would use like Spanish and they didn't translate it. It was just like a normal, it was, you know, so they didn't. So I love that they did that too. And yeah. also let's talk about the aesthetic a little bit because the whole Scott pilgrim vibe was so <laughs> oh i just i hope they continue that i don't know how they'll do with the marbles but i love it's, whenever, a, it's her oh. it's like it's a unique style right yeah. uh, for the show has a visual identity and it's a fun one um and yeah i, I like that i like it a lot yeah, it was cool. it was beautiful all the text showing up in different ways in the world. It was amazing. Yeah. And all the scenes where she's like coming up with a plan and it's being animated this, and all oh my the goodness. chalkboard scene with the, with the plan yes. in the school was the best thing. I swear. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Also there's this, I mean, it doesn't really come up later in the show. It's only really at the beginning, but where they talk about her being a, like, like a daydreamer, right? Like, like it's almost like, the fat that fun way of showing text and and the and the plan and the, the the aesthetic that we're talking about like that's i think that's her way of viewing the world right like she's mm -hmm. she she does see it differently like she does it's more fun you know seeing it through her eyes and and i i i like that a lot and maybe she's a daydreamer, but also the plan she came up with, solid plan. Like, she's a leader. Honestly. Very good. Yep, for strategist, real. for, for real. sure. Yeah. Um, her, her school counselor is garbage and doesn't know anything. I saw some, some talk on the Geek Therapy Discord about how 
how horrible he is. Um, yeah, one day plus we'll get I, I, Plus, I just want to point out that her artistic skill is, like, top-notch. Because you have to think about that. She drew that entire plan mm-hmm. in a matter of minutes. Like, you have to think, like, as they're coming up with this plan, like, they're actively, like, gathering outside of the building. And I guarantee you, that wasn't no, like, two-hour time for her to be able to draw this thing with like a good level of detail too so like the fact yeah. that she was able to just quickly just do it all right here we go here's the plan guys i think it's i i don't know i think i think she's onto something there yeah it was like an yeah. ode to home alone it was like the kevin mm-hmm. McAllister school basically pranks yeah. or something it was <laughs> and then with the counselor did you notice they had these little easter eggs all throughout all throughout i have i have a whole list that all the ones that i caught but his he he's g wilson or his mug said gww oh. like the writer of miss mm-hmm. marvel gw wilson i did not know that and I she did even not makes a cameo she makes it and then the act the creator of Miss Marvel, Sana Aminat, she has her Stanley moment too, where she makes a, a cameo at the in the wedding. So there's all these little. Uh, there's so who was Willow Wilson? I've seen her. I've met ver- her in person. At the very end, when they have all those TikToks going off, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, did you see Miss Marvel?" She's the one that says she looks familiar. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna watch that again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had all these little, all these little, even with the, like, even with the dad eating the fruit pies, remember when he's like, I love these, <laughs> that's an old to just old comics, I even have one somewhere, they used to do these ads for those fruit pies randomly in the panels for like Spider-Man or whatever, so I actually, I was like, whoa, I, I know, I have like a really old one that's like worth something, and they, they yeah, so it's like even small little things that us comic book nerds would appreciate it was like a love letter to us right so all these little things that i that i loved so yeah yeah so oh, good so good i want to i want to um this is tangential but you mentioned you know you're not an abcd because you know like you you appreciate the culture you're 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 you know you're down <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned watching bollywood movies and i watched rrr recently um have any of you watched it on Netflix? Are you familiar with it, Sophia? No, I'm not. Uh, it is it is my favorite movie this year. It's my favorite movie in a long time. It's a three-hour epic Bollywood film with the best... It is the best live-action anime I've ever seen in my life. It is, it is <laughs> incredible. <clears throat> and I, I just want to bring it up because that movie is, has, is very popular right now. And again, it also it's also a celebration. And and like in this movie, they are literally fighting and murdering the British Empire um, in India for having you know taken over and done horrible things. Like there's a part where there's just like someone's blood is like all over like the British a sign that says like you know like the British Empire will never die or something like that. Um, it feels, it, it's like, it's a movie about revolution, but it's also has a lot of song and dance numbers that are amazing and incredible. And the acting is amazing. And I don't know, it's just, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, we, we're seeing, we're getting a lot of good stuff. And, and, and of course this movie, it's in Hindi, it's, it's, um, it's produced in India, right? It's not, it's not, um. It's not a, an American uh, product, but it's it's catching on here. I, I I sort of hope that 
all of these things together are kind of like how um, Korean culture has gotten like a resurgence over the over the last few years. Like K-pop is huge, and K-dramas are are huge, and um, and uh, what was it Squid Game was like the biggest the biggest thing on on TV for a while. You know, like are we having are we having a, a, a daisy moment like that now? Does it does it feel that way at all, Sophia? I mean, well, Bollywood is bigger than Hollywood, right? Uh, Not here, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. So, I mean, but I've always been sort of like that's been my world. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of like Disney princesses and Disney movies growing up because I had Bollywood movies and they would wear prettier dresses and spin oh, and yeah. sing in the hills. So, <laughs> those were my princesses. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, I, I can see. Well, especially with with platforms like Netflix, right, making it accessible to to the masses. Of course, yeah, absolutely. I can see people saying, "Oh, I've never watched a, a Bollywood movie." But even you know, my non Daisy friends growing up, we all made them watch, like the, the even the movies they mention in in the show. Where they're like you know, comparing, Bruno, yeah. right? Yeah, those are all movies like all my non Daisy friends have watched, and everybody knows who like Shah Rukh Khan is. <laughs> like, you don't even have to be Daisy; everyone knows. Um, so, and I know, I know his way you've watched movies cause we've, you've told me like we've compared notes. So I, yeah. I love that you do that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I bring up all the time that like, I yeah. think I like, uh, as much as I like a lot of Western stuff, um, sometimes like I find it so basic and boring compared to, that's why I go like, I like, uh, like to describe the things that happen in, in like RR, for example. Right. Um, but like, I'm sure, I don't know if I've talked about it here, but like there, there are some like Bollywood movies that are like superheroes aliens but they're still musicals and they're like they're yes. amazing like it's just uh, it's uh, so good it's so good it really does feel like the western stuff feels like so plain sometimes in 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 um comparison so it's like reinvigorating yeah yeah speaking of of getting content out to people disney plus isn't accessible in pakistan but the vp of inclusion representation and inclusion strategies she's actually she's muslim her name's maria banji and she fought for a limited theatrical release there so they actually have it playing there for a limited time because she thought it was so important like the all six episodes like yes like just yes. one long. Yeah, yeah. I don't know a how. Six hour. I, yeah, exactly. I don't know how I'm they sure do that. Right. There's a few Bollywood films that are that are six <laughs> That's hours. True. <laughs> yeah, it's the six hour CE course right there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but how cool is that, right? Because she knew the importance of of those girls in Pakistan watching a, a Daisy superhero. How important is that? So, I mean, it was so powerful. Just like the whole kitchen scene, like the wedding when she's fighting in her. The, like traditional clothing, <laughs> you know, like we call it shalwar kameez. So I'm like, oh, she's like kicking ass in shalwar kameez. Like those clothes are very comfortable. So I'm surprised not all superheroes wear those and, you know, ditch the tights and go with the shalwar kameez. But no, I loved just that visual of seeing her kick butt in her traditional clothing and just thinking of all those boys and girls in Pakistan watching the same thing and saying, hey, that's me. I look like her, you know? So yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, I'm that makes me very happy. Actually, uh, one of the first episodes of our Disney podcast was also about how uh, Disney Plus was not accessible to everyone, um, and 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 the context of that was actually very very different. But just the idea that like Disney made this 
funded it at the very least, right? And it's not, it's not available in Pakistan, which by the way, has as many people as the United States. Like it's a, it's right. It has about right. 300 million people right. um, as well. Like what? I mean, there's something weird about that. So I, I like, uh, uh, I, I love the story. The fact that like, now we got to put it there some, somehow. Um, in other countries though, like when, when some stuff is like exclusive on one platform here, like Netflix picks it up in other places. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, um, like if they're, you know, what else, what other options there might be. That's interesting. Thank you for that. Is there, is there anything else, um, that, that, uh, you would like to to cover Sophia about about the show or the character or its importance or just other just geek out about any other parts of it. I mean, like I said, there's so many there's so many Easter eggs, and I'm gonna I'm probably just I'm gonna watch them again because apparently there are QR codes in every single episode. Get out so of if here. you scan it, what? you get the comic book that's related the the ode or the shout out to that. You know, because if you look at the episode names, they're all named after like the volumes, like mm-hmm. the, the issues, um, like yeah. crushed or no normal. And so when they introduce red red dagger, for instance, there's a, somewhere in that like episode, there's a QR code. And so then it links back to the comic book where he Kareem is first introduced. Or, you know, uh, Cameron, when he was first introduced, it goes, so yeah, so I'm going to go back and look at those scenes. Uh, So that's, that's something fun for everyone to do. (laughs) You know, that's actually so funny, because I remember when we were watching, my wife actually pointed those out. She was like, hey, did you see that there's a QR code? And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I didn't see it. And then like, and then we went back and and she like, she pointed out. It's because she didn't care as much about what was going on in the show. Yeah. (laughs) She was just like, she analyzed it. She pointed out like, wasn't like that. Like that was sorry. There were tears in my eyes. I couldn't see the QR code. (laughs) I I, I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah. I wasn't even paying attention to that at all. So like we went, like, I remember we we rewound it a little bit and we saw it and we were like, Oh, but she's like, do, do you think it leads to anything? And I was like, I don't know. But she didn't want to get up and walk over to the TV to scan it. So she's like, eh, whatever. And then we just let it, we just kept watching the episode. But now I have to go back and do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. In the episode where they foreshadowed time traveling, Bruno's dressed like Marty McFly. I don't know if you notice, he's mm-hmm. got the, mm-hmm. so that's sort of foreshadowing. And yeah, there was a lot. So there's you know like i I have a whole journal so i'll probably going over those on Mm -hmm. hero nation (laughs) but i just love seeing those like little shout outs to the comic books you know yeah 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 and i I love how different it is from the comics and also how how similar it is right it's like it's the heart of it is there and all the changes are yeah it's cool to have a a different version of the character as well Uh, and this version will be will be more popular than like more people will see the show and watch the Marvel's movie than have ever read the comic book. That's just the the way that it's these true. things are. So, um, yeah. so I think that even provides more significance to some of the changes. Yeah, I think so. This becomes the, yeah. the default. And I wonder how many of them will like, because this happens all the time where like there's a movie and then they start retconning things in, in the comics and changing them or, or adding parts, um, that were from from the more popular version of the media to try to get people <laughs> to buy the comics. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Amazing! I can't wait for the Marvels. When is the Marvels coming out? It's coming out next July 28th. year. July twenty eighth. July twenty eighth. Twenty twenty three. Okay. <laughs> yes. Circled yes. on the calendar. Okay. 
<laughs> I'll be back for that as well if you'll have me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <Absolutely>. For sure. <laughs> yeah. But no, I just love the story. It was just really representative of, of my history, my culture, my family. You all have throughout you know, our conversation today have said you've loved, you love these characters, you love this community. And in essence, you're telling me, you you know, you love my family, you love my community. And that's really what I hear when people say I love Kamala, I love her dad, I love her mom. I think, oh, you love my community. I'm and, a fan of uh, your son, your I husband, so-so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the bro rant, bro romance. I don't know what happened to you guys, but yeah, we'll have to. <laughs> but, no, I, I, you know, like, I just love hearing that. Uh, I mean, she's just won everyone's hearts and it doesn't matter if you're Desi or Muslim or whatever. The cons are just very relatable as a whole because they explore... The things that we all deal with from identity and loss and grief and, and all of that. So, no, I just, I'm super excited about this. I'm really proud of this. I really feel like it's it's a gift and just having my feelings put into, you know, words and actions on TV is genuinely an experience I never thought I would see. I am 39 years old and I never would have imagined this. Like, this is amazing for my son and for, for future generations. So... Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Sophia, for coming on and sharing um, and geeking out with us about uh, Ms. Marvel. Yeah. No, this is great. Thank you so much for having me this way. And it's so full circle for me, too, right? Because I found Geek Therapy 10 years ago, right? And after I tried to Google and see if people were doing the same things I was doing and found you and just really full circle to now be on this show and share my love of Kamala Khan. I mean, no. wow. That's like that's like a comic book storyline in of itself. Like we should have, you know, the therapist too. <laughs> we need some Easter eggs to throw in we there. We do. <laughs> They're around. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So really meaningful. So I appreciate uh, you giving me a platform to, to talk about this amazing character. Ken, didn't want to do it without you. So I appreciate it. And oh, it's so good. It's so good. I hope I hope um, some of this conversation was um, helpful for any of you listening who were maybe unfamiliar with um, the character, but uh, especially if you were unfamiliar with the importance of the character and then this show has for, for millions and millions of people right now. Um, for many different reasons, but it, um, it really is something special. I am, I am shocked still by, by, um, how, how good the show does what it set out to do. Um, I'm very happy about it. And, uh, yeah, that, that, those are my closing thoughts. Any closing thoughts from, uh, you, Mark? Um, no, I'm just, you know, this was, I think this, this whole conversation has just been absolutely amazing and very enlightening. Um, definitely going to go back and do a lot more research and looking up stuff that the time travel pieces, uh, definitely gave me some like Harry Potter and prisoner of Azkaban vibes. And also just the Assassin's Creed stuff. Mm. 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 You got it. I made the connection. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that connection that I, I didn't have you. to make. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, Laura, this, it was your idea to for for us to talk about this. Is there anything else that we maybe we missed or 
We covered like everything and more that I could have come up with. Um, other than like, there was emotional crying throughout the show, and oh my gosh, I love these these people and this family. And then the last episode, I had excited crying from just one little sound, one little riff of music. Of course, we didn't mention <laughs> this. Of course, of course. <laughs> one uh, little riff of music just made me like jump out of my seat. I forgot um, earlier, yeah, to bring this up. Which is exactly <clears throat> the reason that I was like, okay, well, then they can still have the pieces of the storyline that I was thinking could get missed if they wanted to include. Because... One thing that goes on in the comics is she wants, at a certain point, she struggles with her identity and, like, wants to be able to cure herself of her powers. And if it was just the bangle, she could just take it off. But being able to keep the, keep it as a part of her and her blood and who she is, oh, there's going to be a storyline down the line years from now where she's like, I don't know, maybe I want to stop. And then, oh, she has to be a hero again. And it's going to be wonderful. Uh, and, and so I, I think, I think, right, what what you're saying is that the way this show presents her at the beginning, even, even her having the powers innately, that part of her culture, that part of her identity would have been very, like, that's a very small group of people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. It's like it's maybe two or three people left now on Earth who who have that heritage. Right. But then mm-hmm. when 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 Bruno said a mutation and then <laughs> I've yeah. had that in my head like all yeah. day. So, yeah. So if she's if she's a if she's a mutant. Right. Which, again, I can't imagine like they wouldn't have just put that there because he said mutated. Right. Like like. They are going there. Yeah. No, they, they are going, going there. Right? Yeah, yeah. They, well, they got there. the rights to it, right? So Marvel Fox had the rights for it for a while, right? This is why the Inhumans yeah. were were created in the first place. They were trying to have their own mutant-esque version of the X-Men, but they didn't have the rights. And so they focused on Inhumans. And, and Kamala is what made the Inhumans, like, you know, she she really introduced us. I mean, she made it popular. Um, I mean, the so Inhumans I think have existed were, for a long time, yeah, but they, they have, tried but to... She was, she was the one that, like... But they tried know, to introduce felt, it on TV, right? Like, they exactly. tried to into the MCU. Yeah, as, yeah. As, it as didn't do version. very good. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it didn't... Yeah, so I, I think, uh, you know, if, if we want to think, like, philosophically about it, it was the original, maybe the original intent to make Kamala a mutant anyway, so she's just going back to what she would have been. Maybe. Hey, I mean, that's how, you know? That's, yeah. We can look at mm-hmm. it that way. But they're definitely, they're definitely open opening the door because we saw that in the the doctor strange movie recently the multiverse Mm -hmm. Uh, we saw the different multiverses we saw professor x there but we also saw uh an human there which is like we saw the leader of the of the of the um, humans and the x-men the father the father of the human yeah yeah so yeah there's a there's a there's a lot they can still have you know who knows well we'll see what it's so I trust them. I guess I want to say I trust them. <laughs> and I know they'll, they'll you know, make it work. But also it's almost like a nice little ode, um, even to the original, like Miss Marvel, the Carol Danvers Miss Marvel, in that, you know what? She fought alongside the X-Men 2 in mm-hmm. the Avengers Annual. So it's almost like, you know, it's like a nice little nod to that. Almost like, oh, what if in the comic books, Kamala is fighting with Wolverine in like one of the first yeah couple issues. Right. So, so maybe, oh, wouldn't that be cool if she got to do that in, in like one of these movies? And 
I think they're opening the way to Secret Invasion too with the decree. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, well, there's, there's a, a lot. I mean, there's a show. Do. There's a Secret Invasion yeah, show. That's yeah, 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 yeah. There's a, there's a lot they can do. So. Yeah, but but yeah. I I really like um, this framing of like oh like but now she's part of another group as well, right? Like so she's not mm-hmm. alone as a mutant. Mm-hmm. There there's there'll be a whole bunch of mutants out there, and she'll have a, a group. Unfortunately, she'll have a group to side with when we eventually have like that um, metahuman versus mutant yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, stuff going on. So we'll have another Civil War movie-esque, I'm sure, because um, we've well, already got all that. She was she was part of in the comics. She was a bit when we had Civil War two, and Carol Danvers was one of the two sides. She was torn and had yes. to go against her mentor, right? Yes, and her idol. So right. who knows what we're gonna get? Yeah. 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 I don't, I think, I think logistically, whether she's an inhuman or, or, uh, or uh, a mutant is fine because in the MCU, we don't have either now. So I think they both serve kind of a similar purpose. Um, so that's, I have no problem with that, but I do like the idea of how you framed it of like, that way she's not alone and she'll have other people that she can talk to. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that's a whole other conversation, Laura, that you're probably mutant things. I have so many thoughts that I had on that too, but mm-hmm. yeah. And all it took was one word and I one yeah. like two second riff. Sound, but <laughs> yep, yep. It is interesting how connected like this and multiverse of madness feel in the Yeah, in the, like, for sure. Just because for of sure. the ideas that they're presenting simultaneously. But like you go back to and you think about all the other characters we've been introduced to, like in Black Widow, Ursa Major, and then we have Wanda and her brother. They didn't call them mutants. They call them miracles, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. they avoided. But it might come out later that even Captain Marvel or Monica, you know, Carol and Monica are mutants. We don't, you know, I don't know. And that could also be why Kamala's powers kind of have that same cosmic look like Monica and Carol's. Maybe they just look better together where she's not like this elastic, stretchy person like Mr. Fantastic, you know, because they even showed a little bit of that in the in the ma- multiverse madness with, uh, what is it, John Krasinski? Uh, mm-hmm. Reed Richards, yep. yeah. Yep, yep. So they've opened a lot of doors of possibilities. They've really set it up. So we'll see where Oh, they, yeah, we're going there. Go we're going that. to all of those places. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And fast. Yeah. Future is bright. Uh, lots more uh, Ms. Marvel in the future, for sure. Yeah. Damn. What a what a time. What a time to be alive. Yes. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us for this conversation about Ms. Marvel. For more Geek Therapy, visit geektherapy.org. Uh, to join in our community spaces and keep the conversation going, um, check out links in the show notes check out Sophia and uh, Breck on Hero Nation. I don't know when this uh, six-hour Ms. Marvel episode is coming out, but be on the lookout for that. That's at heronation.geektherapy.com. And please remember to geek out and do good, and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Geek Therapy is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to making the world a better place through geek culture. To learn more about our mission and become a supporter, visit geektherapy.org.